Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. For Panther fans who want to keep pounding. For the ones who want an inside look at the vault. This is this 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 is views is from Midstream. Now, here's your host, Lonzo Wrightsell and Rob Brown. All right, let's take a look at the tail of the tape between these two teams as we get set for Denver versus Carolina on Sunday. You are listening to the views from Mint Street Podcast right here on the Odyssey Network. Rob Brown, the great one, Lonzo Reitzel. We appreciate you guys joining us three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday when we drop these pods. And, of course, if you don't mind, share it around in your social circle as well so you don't miss an episode including monday when we drop you another episode uh looking back at and reviewing the uh, weekend's game looking forward to that one but let's get into again the tale of the tape in this one three and eight carolina hosting three and seven, uh, seven denver both coming off losses that got away from them late in the game denver was <sighs> Denver lost to the Raiders. All right. I'm not listening. I'm not saying that that means we have to beat them, but Denver lost to the Raiders. It just is what it is. An overtime game. The Raiders tied the game with less than 20 seconds to play in regular time and then won it in OT. The Panthers on the flip side, three fourth quarter turnovers with the Ravens scoring 10 unanswered off of them to win 13 to three over Carolina. But we return to the bank. Carolina has won two in a row at home at this point and are still alive in the NFC South. Uh, this one is going to be, again, Sunday, kickoff at 1 p.m. How about this number, though? Seven meetings all time between Carolina and Denver. We are one in six. The last time wow. the Carolina Panthers beat the Denver Broncos, sorry, the only time the Carolina Panthers beat the Denver Broncos was all the way back. In 2008, the Broncos on a four-game winning streak as it stands right now against the Panthers. Yeah, well, that was uh, with probably better quarterbacks like John Elway and some guys like that, and they don't have that right now. They uh, have some guy named Russell Wilson. So I uh, And the fact that they struggle with the Raiders, that's a good sign for the Panthers. But it's also, you got to think about it, they're AFC West rivals in the in, – and we are, uh, as we're recording this podcast, we're a day away, in some cases tonight, of rivalry games in college football. So rivalry will make you build up a little bit more. So I think maybe they played above 
their standing to actually compete against the Raiders because probably they shouldn't compete against the Raiders. Yes, I believe Denver is that bad. I really do. Um, so I cannot wait for Sunday for Carolina to get this victory. But there's one thing that I'm really scared of that, I, that I'm scared could stop the victory. And his name is Sam Darnold. That is that 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 is my that is my fear uh, that Sam Darnold gets in there and starts throwing interceptions because that's what he does, and the fact that Steve Wilkes would be forced to go back to Baker Mayfield because PJ is not ready yet. Will he pull uh, Sam Darnold if he starts throwing to the other team? I got to imagine no, Zoe, because it, it, like, why else would you already go to him, right? I, I think at this point, nobody said it outright, but I got to imagine that at this point, you have basically created a scenario where you are protecting the draft pick you sent to Cleveland, right? You're trying, you're, you're, you're going to do what you can because I got news for you. I won't be shocked, Zoe. If PJ Walker comes back from the high ankle sprain and uh, we hear Wilkes go, hey, hey, let's see what he can do, right? Let's see what he can do. I mean, maybe he's the guy. Man, I think they're trying to keep Baker on the bench. I've, I've kind of come around to believe. For a while there, I'm like, no, nah, I think that's a bit conspiracy theorist. But now it's like, okay, it kind of makes sense. Uh, you have the justified excuse of let's see if Sam's the guy. I don't know. I just – we'll see. I guess, I mean, but 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 how much more would Baker have to play for it to be seventy percent? There's not not a lot of games left, and if you only play in portions of games, um, I, I mean it will start to creep up. But I don't know if he's played enough, uh, even if he played the rest of the year. Yeah, but, I'd have well, to go do the math. I'd have to yeah. go do the math, and I hate math, and I'm on vacation, so I'm not going yeah, to. Maybe for yeah, Monday we're, show. We're, we're both stuck in Steiner math forever, so we can't. Yeah, we'll we'll, we'll struggle with that. I just Sam Darnold. Might be seeing ghosts already before he gets out there Sunday. And that's, All right, let's that's take a look at some of the team-by-team team numbers here. In, to- in terms of overall offense, Carolina, 286.1 yards per game. That is good for 31st in the National Football League. While the Denver offense isn't all that impressive, they are better by about 40 yards a game, they're averaging 326.4, ranked 21st in the National Football League. Uh, do have relatively, and, and again, you got to keep in mind that this is all season long, and we have seen the evolution of Carolina running game. Carolina right now, the 19th best rushing yards per game team in the NFL, averaging over 110 yards per game on the ground. Even with, what, what how many yards did we have last week on the ground against Baltimore, Alonzo? Like seven? It's dramatic, yeah, it but it been, wasn't good. It might have been like 18 or 19. It was bad. It was bad. Even with that number, 19th best, averaging about 10. Denver averaging 102.60, 25th best rushing attack. The passing attack, you know, we've kind of bagged, uh, we've kind of kind of bagged a little bit here uh on Russell Wilson and his time in Denver, but so they are right in the middle of the pack in terms of net passing yards per game. Carolina averaging 175.5 through the air on the ground, 29th in the league. Denver, 223.8, good for halfway down. So I guess the point here would be, while I'm all fine to talk about the fact that Russell Wilson has been mighty disappointing during his time in Denver so far, Lonzo, 
the numbers in terms of yardage aren't that bad. We will still need to play a good passing defense if we don't want to let Russell kind of stake his claim against us. Oh, absolutely. But, you know, the other thing is, I I mean, it's hard to find consistency on the Panther side when you've got a different quarterback playing every week. And uh, Wilkes addressed that in his press conference pretty much saying, hey, it's about the system, Rob. I don't know if you knew that. It's it's about the system. A system is in place uh, because uh, someone was at, someone asked him about the fact that the quarterback is the most important player uh, on, in the NFL on every team. How difficult is it to play three different guys? And he said the system is in place. So trust the process. The system is in place. Okay. Thumbs up, Steve. I guess. Uh, sacks allowed in terms of offensive line play. Carolina has allowed 26 sacks so far this season. That is tied for 18th in the league. Denver, 33, 28th in the league in terms of sacks allowed. You can get to Russell and you can bring him down. And this is one more reason that I want to see the boys teed off and let loose. Uh, third down efficiency. We're almost the same team. Third down efficiency. The Panthers are converting at a 28 percent clip the Denver Broncos a 28.2 percent clip which is good for dead last and second to dead last in the National Football League uh this game is going to see a lot of extra possessions going both directions based on these numbers Woo! I do you know last and and dead last can't wait I, I mean there's there's some guys out there going I cannot wait for this game Good thing we're in the market or we wouldn't be watching this game without, <laughs> without you know, the NFL.com stuff. Here um, is – so here is the most interesting number, and I, I, I'm going to – I'm going to read this number, and then I'm going to keep you on the screen uh, because I'm very, very curious as to your reaction for this. Points per game. The Carolina Panthers are 25th in the National Football League, averaging just 18.8 points per game. The Denver Broncos are averaging 14.7 points per game, good for dead last in the entire National Football League. Wow. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm completely shocked, especially considering where they're playing in the AFC West, where people were stacking their teams to try to outscore Kansas City and they're, they're last, okay? By the way, not last in the AFC West, people. Last in the league. Let Russ ride on out of Denver. And uh, don't <laughs> let Russ drive because it ain't working. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, uh, defense, let's flip it around. Look at the other side of the ball. Carolina allowing 357.5 yards per game. That is good for 22nd in the league. I tried to tell you all, Denver's defense is good. They are averaging 302.1 per game. That is the third fewest yards allowed in the entire National Football League. 
against the run. The Panthers allowing 137 a game. Broncos 115 a game. Good for 27th and 14th in the league against the pass. Carolina averaging, allowing 220 and a half yards per game. Good for 18th. Denver 186.8. They are the third best defense in the NFL, Lonzo, against both the run and the pass. Well, thank goodness that we've got that powerhouse, Sam Darnold, coming out to to take this defense down, to pick it apart, to show them that they're not as good as their stats. Do 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 I sense? And listen, it's you know it's Thanksgiving. Had the turkey yesterday. Uh, my my olfactory senses might be a little jacked up because there was just a, a cascade of delightful food smells wafting through Grandma's kitchen uh, kitchen yesterday. Do I detect from Lonzo? Uh, uh, light, subtle hints of 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 uh, both sarcasm uh, and anger in the way you were talking about that. Yeah, you're wrong. There's no anger there. Okay, there's there's no anger. The sarcasm definitely there. Uh, you like to uh, live in reality, as you say. Uh, that's some place I I rarely touch, but I have moments of clarity, and uh, this is one of those. Sam Darnold is not good. <laughs> All right, uh, in terms of passing yards per game, we just told you Denver third in the league. Turns the sacks pretty even, 22 sacks by the Panther defense, 26 from Denver, 17th and 15th in the league. On third down, however, and this is a spot that could get us into a world of trouble because we have been horrible on third down conversions across the entire schedule so far. Third down conversion, Carolina is holding opposing teams to conversions on 41.2% of third downs they face. That is good for 21st in the league. The Denver Broncos are holding teams to a 34% clip. That is fourth in the league. That means one out of every third down attempt, one out of every three third down attempt that they face, they are able, they, they allow, they are able to successfully stop two out of every three third down to face for a team in the Carolina Panthers that has struggled uh, in order to turn thirds into first Lonzo. That is, uh, that is, that is one of about three numbers on the tail of the tape that I circle and go, this could be a long day for us. And that's why I need the defense to go pin, pin the ears back and flip the field as many times as they can. I do not like your game breakdown so far, Rob Brown, because you're trying to make it sound like in every area the Denver Broncos have an advantage over the Carolina Panthers, and I refuse to believe that. I mean, listen, statistics aren't the end-all, be-all. They're not going to tell you everything, but they'll tell you a lot. And I will just say that on the NFL rankings, uh, on the NFL rankings in terms of all these stats that I'm giving you, uh, and and, and I'm double-checking, the, the only spot that the Carolina Panthers are ranked higher across the entire National Football League than the Denver Broncos is that we have allowed fewer sacks. Uh, we are allowing fewer points per game. Scratch that. We are scoring more points per game. Uh, and then defensively, yeah, they got us beat in pretty much everything. Um it is what it is, dude. And I guess that's kind of the point we've really, that, that we've hit in the season of it just is what it is, right? Like this is why I've gotten into some some debates on the social with Panthers fans because the whole premise of, oh, we're, we're a player away, right? We're a player away. We're real good. We're right there. I'm like, ah. I mean, you can watch this team and there are some bright spots. There are some spots where you're like, damn, that, that looks like we're ready to turn the corner. 
But realistically speaking, going up and down the page number by numbers, though, we're a bad football team, and there's a lot of work left to be done. I am just intrigued to see what the attitude and the body language of this team looks like against a almost equally bad Denver team on Sunday. All right, so all I hear is it is what it is, dude. But when will it get to where we want it to be, bro? I don't bro. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's a great question. I think that that is part of the exploration process of the rest of the season for me. I think that's part of the process of let's find out what we look like defensively. Let's find out, you know, because listen, it may change. Like there may be some things you see out of games like Denver, out of games like Pittsburgh, where you can kind of tee off and go get some. And then at the end of the game, you look back and you go, Hey, you know, when we ran, uh, when we ran this, when we, when we switched to a three, four and we walked up an outside backer and we allowed the defensive end a little freedom to stun inside or outside based on what technique the tackle was playing. Uh, we generated extra pressure, right? Like we are at this point, I think, Zoe, you use this game against Denver to generate, to test all the hypotheticals, to generate as many variables with data sheets that you can to then go through this offseason and pick and prod through and go, this worked, this didn't, this worked, this didn't, and hone in on what is going to make it work for you next year. Well, I think this game obviously comes down to the stellar matchup between Sam Darnold and Russell Wilson. And uh, go Sam Darnold. I think Sam Darnold has the advantage in this game, and I cannot wait for it Sunday. We, ladies and gentlemen, will find out. We have Sunday, the Denver Broncos coming to town, 3-7, and seven, taking on the 3-8 and eight Panthers, 1 p.m., and then Lonzo and I will be back on Monday to drop the reaction pod to give you some thoughts on what we saw, what we didn't see, what we liked, what we didn't like. That is going to drop your way on Monday. So if you're not already subscribed to the Views from Industry podcast, wherever major podcasts are found now, right now, this very second, like go right now, it's a really good time to go ahead and get yourself subscribed. Lonzo, any final words for the people? Uh, Shake off that turkey coma. Get ready for some good football from the stellar matchup Sunday. Keep pounding, baby. Can I be real? I'm still like, I'm still not right. I'm still not right from dinner. It takes a I'm while. I'm still not right. It, it does. What, what got you? Was it the was it the regular or was it the dessert? Uh, no. I honestly, I jacked myself up so bad with dinner. I didn't even have dessert. There's a whole apple pie sitting in my uh, in the fridge right now because I didn't even make it to dessert. I was I was too hurt already. Well, there's always today. Oh, I know. I'm going there as soon as we're done with the pod. Like I'm doing. I'm, it's apple pie and America's football. That's what we're doing, ladies and gentlemen. Back here Monday for the wrap up edition after the Denver Bronco Carolina game on Sunday. We appreciate you listening, and we will see you back here on Monday. Keep pounding, baby. <laughs>